0: Welcome to Order Up, the podcast from the National Restaurant Association. My name's Helen Jane Hearn, and I'm the Senior Director of Content at the Association. Today, I'm lucky to be talking to Hudson Reilly, our Vice President of Research. We recently published our mid-year State of the Industry Report, updating our economic data since the report released in January 2021. We talk about trends and rising costs, employee recruitment, and the role of technology, and how that affects the recovery of the entire industry. Download the free report for yourself at restaurant.org slash research slash reports. Again, that's restaurant.org slash research slash reports. And on to the interview. Hudson, would you mind introducing yourself,
1: please? Good day, Helen Jane. I'm Hudson Reilly, Senior Vice President of Research with the National Restaurant Association in Washington, D.C.
0: Excellent. And Hudson, we just worked on a big report that published this week. It's the mid-year state of the industry report. Would you mind giving us a quick overview of the contents of that report?
1: Uh, Be glad to. Obviously, 2020 was the most challenging year in the history of the restaurant industry, while 2021 is definitely a year of transition and rebuilding for the industry. So the industry does enter the fall of 2021 in a better place than a year ago, but the operating environment and uh, consumer demand for restaurants does remain quite volatile. So consequently, the association developed this uh, mid-year state of the industry report, and it really covers about a half a dozen core areas, uh, such as for example, what's going on with industry employment, sales, uh, food costs, technology, reopening timelines even, and also, perhaps most importantly, the recent virus variant impacts upon the industry.
0: It sounds pretty comprehensive. Um, were there any results from the report that surprised you?
1: Well, As I said earlier, this being a year of transition, the industry is definitely climbing out of the abyss it fell into in 2020. You may recall when the association did their forecast for 2020 prior to the onset of the pandemic, sales were forecast to reach a record high of $899 billion. Uh, Obviously that did not happen. And what you see is that at one point, the industry was down almost $300 billion in sales. So this year, the industry has started to you know, head out of the depths of the abyss, but it is no means uh, a final act yet. This is a year of transition. And while consumer demand is up compared to last year, for sure, it is an environment where the consumer does remain cautious and judicious in using particularly on-site dining. And one of the most important developments out of the pandemic was the greater reliance on that off-premises market. And when I'm talking about off-premises, I'm talking about, for example, carry out delivery, drive-through curbside, uh, even pre-pandemic, over 60% of restaurant traffic was off-premises. During the depths of the pandemic, that jumped up to 90%, and currently it's hovering around 80%. So even though the on-site usage has picked up as the restrictions have eased, uh, it is an environment where the consumer has gotten used to using that off-premises market. And it is an environment whereby technology has improved the ability of the consumer to use technology in that typical restaurant experience. And the reason that's important is that technology is a productivity enhancer. And as everyone's well aware, the employment situation in the industry likewise has improved as sales have improved. But the industry overall still remains down almost 1 million positions. That's an 8% drop from the pre-pandemic employment levels. So that issue is coincident with the ability of operators to recruit staff. So obviously the operator is enduring challenges on many, many fronts labor costs for sure labor scarcity higher wholesale food prices for example wholesale food price inflation year to date through july is running at a 4.6 percent rate that is the highest rate for wholesale food price inflation since 2014 and you can take a look at the protein groups for example you know beef chicken pork eggs all are up by double digits a uh, year to date and obviously in this environment the operator is forced to raise menu prices and history's demonstrated that consumers are extremely sensitive to menu price increases and the operator community in general is fairly judicious about implementing menu price increases but the fact is year to date through july menu price inflation is now running at a 4.0% rate. That is the highest inflationary environment for menu prices since 2008. So it is an environment over the long term that is positive and directionally correct, but there certainly are a lot of potholes and challenges which are occurring in the restaurant and operator community as this pandemic continues to play out
2: did you know the national restaurant association produces and hosts several webinars each month to serve and grow the industry topics ranging from hiring and workforce food safety and the most urgent and relevant policy topics during this turbulent time for restaurants All previous webinars are also available for on-demand viewing. To learn more about upcoming and recorded webinars, please visit restaurant.org slash events slash learning. That's restaurant.org slash events slash learning. We know that costs are increasing across the board.
0: What do you think is behind those huge increases in costs?
1: Well, once again, it is multifaceted. I mean overall inflation is moving up overall inflation now is running at a 3.7 percent rate year to date so grocery store price inflation is dramatically lower running at just 2.3 percent and in addition to overall inflation for both the restaurant community and society in general there are those substantial supply chain disruptions and also not surprisingly as the labor challenge impacts the expense side of the equation, labor costs are obviously moving up quite quickly, not only due to the lower supply of labor overall, but also in terms of the ability to get workers back into these positions that have been vacant. So, It is a challenging time for the operator community. It is better than it was a year ago, but it should be better out in 2022. So this is why we do tag 2021 as being a year of transition.
0: And when we're looking at those transitions and we're looking at those trends, I know you're always getting that information by surveying our industry. And soon we're gonna be doing our eighth operator survey. What are you hoping to find out from that? What are you expecting to find out from it?
1: Well, obviously, in addition to a lot of the operational characteristics, it's important to investigate how the stimulus continues to impact both the operator perspective of dealing with the pandemic, as well as how the consumer is dealing with it. And so, for example, just a couple of weeks ago, when the association fielded a survey about the Delta variant and its impact on the industry. The association research on the Delta variant is quite clear in showing that three out of five adults, in other words, 60%, have changed their restaurant usage recently due to the rise in that Delta variant. And you may ask, well, how are they changing their behavior? And, you know, one in five adults has chosen to sit outdoors if they dine at a restaurant. Over a third have said they've ordered delivery or takeout instead of dining inside a restaurant. And roughly one out of 10 has outright canceled restaurant plans. And one out of five has stopped dining in restaurants altogether. So it is a situation of volatility and remains in flux. But overall, one of the most important things to look at is what continues to go on with national employment. And the reason that ends up being so critical to the industry overall is that employment generates income gains and there's less time for at-home meal preparation. So in tandem with that, employment growth bolsters restaurant industry sales growth and so national employment still remains down substantially although it it has improved and income growth looking out over the horizon as the stimulus wanes obviously it won't be as high as it was in the first half of the year with all those uh, multitude of stimulus programs but as employment growth does continue to march upward, it does directionally equate with growth in restaurant sales. But make no mistake, the level of sales overall in 2021 remains substantially, substantially down from that pre-pandemic industry total. And so 2021 remains a year for rebuilding and looking towards the fall, the expectation is that the Delta variant will start to ebb. And in correlation with that, the consumer would start to step up their patronage again, because the weekly tracking survey the association does is quite clear in showing that particularly for on-site dining, there definitely has been a pullback uh, as that Delta variant gained momentum. And so, Looking ahead over the remaining four months of the year, it's extremely important for the industry that employment growth continues at the pace it has, as well as income growth remaining decidedly positive.
0: It seems like there are lines going up and there are lines going down, and I'm trying to visualize how those all overlay. I mean, that's your day-to-day. But it seems like with these increased costs, this decrease in these workforce challenges, and then the decrease in consumer confidence in heading back into restaurants, there's still a lot of growth that needs to happen through the end of the year.
1: Absolutely. And the pent-up demand still remains elevated. If you look at the association tracking of pent-up demand, it really is uh, particularly uh, skewed towards table service. And there've always been two important drivers of restaurant sales. One is convenience and the other is socialization. And obviously it's that socialization driver, which is the pent up demand component. But the fact is it's important for those consumers to feel safe and secure in that on site dining experience. And just looking at consumer confidence overall for August, Uh, there was a rapid descent in consumer confidence. And so as the fall progresses, that should pick up again as employment uh, continues to grow and incomes continue to grow. But it is a situation which is fragile. And, you know, on a positive note, 2021 is a year of sales growth for the industry, which was obviously definitely not true just a year ago. So. The trend line for the industry overall remains positive, but it can vary substantially not only by segment, but by geographic location and even metropolitan areas within various states. And in the end, the operator community knows that it responds to consumers who want to use restaurants in their daily lifestyle. When when one researches, how consumers view the industry and use the industry, it is decidedly positive and optimistic. They want to spend their dollars in our industry. And obviously that was demonstrated by the disproportionately high growth in off-premises over the past 18 months. But going forward, many of these underlying trends, which were in existence before the pandemic started, will definitely continue. and perhaps the one with the most long-term implications is that integration of, of technology. Because when technology is applied against an extremely labor intensive industry, it can result in disproportionately high productivity and efficiency gains. And so there's no doubt that the operator community overall has become much more productive in terms of how they execute meeting consumer demand. And the investment and the greater reliance on technology has helped that productivity and particularly in light of the severe labor challenges. And so going forward, in addition to technology, uh, obviously alcohol to go is another revenue stream for certain operators. And you can see across uh, many states that that is being extended. The outdoor dining availability, particularly for table service operators, the availability of sidewalks, curbs, parking lots for outdoor dining will continue. The consumers have embraced outdoor dining quite solidly over the past 18 months. So looking ahead to 2022, it is an environment where the industry will continue to gain momentum as the consumers do step up their purchasing. But the fact is, particularly with the COVID variants, there's bound to be peaks and valleys along this long road ahead.
0: That's a pretty comprehensive outlook. You're probably not supposed to do this as a researcher, but where do you fit in with these trends with your personal dining
1: habits? (laughs) Well, obviously, uh, A great amount of personal time is spent going and using the industry's various options. (laughs) I will say that the lifting of a lot of these on-site dining restrictions does release that pent-up demand. But the fact is, in the end, a restaurant seat is a perishable commodity. And there have been one heck of a lot of uh, vacant restaurant seats over this past 18 months and even though the industry will continue to gather strength over the long term, one cannot overestimate the severe impact that this period has placed on the industry. And it's a tribute to the industry's innovation and extreme flexibility and rapidity to adapt to challenging circumstances that has held it in good stead with the consumer. And looking ahead over the next decade, uh, there can be little doubt that consumers will continue to shift their proportion of spending, food spending, towards the restaurant community.
0: That's good news. We'll take it. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Hudson.
1: Okay. Thank you, Helen Jane. Anytime.
2: Have a great day. You too. Did you know? The National Restaurant Association produces and hosts several webinars each month to serve and grow the industry. Topics ranging from hiring and workforce, food safety, and the most urgent and relevant policy topics during this turbulent time for restaurants. All previous webinars are also available for on-demand viewing. To learn more about upcoming and recorded webinars, please visit restaurant.org events learning. That's restaurant.org slash events slash learning. Thanks for joining us at Order Up, the podcast from the National
0: Restaurant Association. I'm Helen Jane Hearn, Senior Director of Content, and I'm so happy you could join us today. I spoke with Hudson Reilly, Vice President of Research at the Association, and we spoke about our mid-year State of the Industry Report. It's available at restaurant.org slash research slash reports. Again, that's restaurant.org slash research slash reports. Don't forget to subscribe and rate and review order up on your favorite podcast service. And this episode, as always, was produced by Dante32. Thanks for joining.